right, and we're back for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please, please, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, also as well, if you can like, share, subscribe, do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is truly appreciated. Also want to give a big thank you to First Entertainment Credit Union for today, the Lakers-themed Affinity Debit Cards. So if you want to check it out right now, it's at firstent.org slash Lakers. That's firstent.org slash Lakers. And you can go ahead today and find out more about not only that great debit card, but also as well, you can go ahead and enter the sweepstakes for one of the first look limited edition Lakers kits from Anthony Davis and First Entertainment. So if you want to see the official sweepstakes rules, that's firstent.org slash Lakers dash cards slash affinity dash card dash sweepstakes. You can go ahead and find out more about the great things that are going on there with that sweepstakes. Find out more information. That's firstent.org slash Lakers. Check it out today. And you know... You want your debit card, nothing but Lakers. So if you want to go ahead and find out more about it at Lakerholics.com. They've got a great place right there. It's right there on the post where you need to go to go get your own Lakers debit card. Plus also as well, I put it on the Lakers Fast Break Facebook page. And again, firstent.org slash Lakers. That's the place to go to find out more about the brand new Lakers debit card from First Entertainment credit union but my friends i'll tell you what out there tough day yep you might have to go and use that lakers debit card to buy you some dinner <laughs> or some people maybe some more cognac or wine or alcohol of some type some adult beverages there because the lakers did fall tonight to the portland trailblazers 193 it was a rough and tumble game very chippy very physical. That part you see in the playoffs, a lot of fouls being called. Dwight Howard begging the refs for any kind of mercy at all whatsoever for pretty much the entire game. But you know what? The Lakers don't have any excuses this time around. I mean, they put four four Portland Trailblazers in foul difficulty with five fouls and got up by six points early in the fourth quarter and didn't get the job done. Kind of disappointing that at the latter half of the fourth quarter, Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, and also as well as C.J. McCollum just really took over the back end of the fourth quarter with some great shooting. Damian Lillard ended up with 34 points. Also as well, you've got C.J. McCollum. He ended up the game with 21, and Yusuf Nurkic ended up with 16 points and 15 rebounds, plus a timely three-pointer by Gary Trent Jr., and some block shots and great defense by Hassan Whiteside. Some of them were served up like gift wrap by the Lakers. How they just, you know, here, Hassan, block it. Because there's some easy blocks for them. But you know what? Credit the Portland Trailblazers. They got the job done. What will the Lakers do coming up on Thursday? Well, we're going to talk about that right now. And with me today is also a man that's very interested in getting his own Lakers debit card from First Entertainment Credit Union. Firstent.org, by the way. It's the man behind Lakerholics.com. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today. And my gosh, he's going to do some ranting and also some articles in the near future by Thursday. 
You will see it. In fact, you'll see it by tomorrow, rest assured. Be part of the conversation today, and you can vent right there at Lakerholics.com. It is my good friend. I know him as Tom Wong, but you know him as Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, a very disappointing day overall. Anthony Davis, 8 for 24, uh, 15% from the three-point area. Again, the problems continue from the three-point lane. Just a not not a good day overall for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, the uh, the only thing good I thought that might have come out of the game is maybe Frank Vogel's stubbornness to stick with that same starting lineup that has played terrible during the entire bubble. Well, you're normally hard on you know, JaVale McGee. I don't think JaVale McGee was the issue today. I think it was Danny was Green. Part of the issue. That, starting, that starting lineup actually was the only lineup that we had that played more than five minutes in the game. They played 13 minutes. And and for that 13 minutes, they had a horrible net rating. They were like minus 39. But it was it was a combination of things. I think I think first off, you have to start off by giving credit to Damien Lillard. Man, he was burying shots from so deep, and we had caught, we had bottled him up from midway through the second quarter all the way to the fourth quarter. But boy, he came through clutch at the end, and a couple of those shots that he had were were really just daggers. I think the biggest disappointment that I had was the coaching. I thought Frank Vogel and his staff were clearly had nothing new to bring to the team offensively or defensively. They continued to play the same mediocre style of play that they played through the bubble. He stuck with that same starting lineup. It's one thing to be outscored by Lillard and McCollum, but when you're outscored by uh, by a total of 55 to 11 and you're losing 44 points at the guard position, you're being outscored from the three-point line by eight three-pointers, 13 to four. That's a total of, you know, you just cannot you just cannot make the difference up. There's 24 points right there. As you said, we had guys in foul trouble, but we didn't foul anybody out. We didn't have confidence in our shooting. And then the worst, most criminal thing that I saw in the entire game was Kuzma just scored four straight points bring us back to an 84-78 lead with eight minutes and two seconds left. And what does Frank Vogel do but pull Kuzma for Danny Green, who had only one good defensive play, that steal that he made on, on the inside play against the white side, was the only good defensive play the guy made in the entire game in the 30 minutes that he played or 25 minutes that he played. He made 10 points. He made a couple of three-pointers. But on the defensive end, he was so slow. He never fought over a single screen during the entire time. KCP scored one point. He couldn't hit anything. And Vogel still would not make changes. He stuck with that rotation the same way as he stuck with it all the way through. And if he doesn't change that rotation for the next game, the Lakers seriously could be in trouble. We're missing that home court advantage. We're missing the crowd to get into the game. It's a whole new dynamic, and you don't really realize it just because we're not at Staples. But the momentum swings are not the same as they would be uh, in a home cream crowd. And the only good part about that is that we won't be going back to Portland. Since there is no Portland in this thing, we'll be staying. Uh, we'll be changing the virtual crowd, which doesn't really seem to help anybody on either side. So it was a disappointing game. I'm not panic to the extent that I think that the Lakers are going to lose. 
Uh, I'm hoping that the silver lining out of the whole thing is that Vogel will finally make a change. I would like to see him go small right from the start with Kyle Kuzma, and I'd like to see him make a change at the guard position. I'd like to see waiters get an opportunity, and I think Caruso's earned a starting role. Even though he didn't shoot well, we play, We still play well when Alex is on the floor. He was plus 12. We tend to have better defense. He made some excellent defensive plays. You just cannot give up 44 points at the guard position and not even have any offense to compensate for the poor defense that we had from our guards. I thought Kuzma played a pretty good game. I thought LeBron played a good game. I, I disagree with Raphael. I thought LeBron... LeBron was dishing out assists. He tied the record for his record, his career record for assists. But that, that's the thing. That's what exactly what he was saying is that LeBron was a passive. LeBron was passing. LeBron mm-hmm. was not taking the basket every time. He had Gary Trent Jr. on him, and I'm sorry, Gary, Gary Trent Jr. Defensively, if well, you go, he, he man he's had not going to get Trent Jr. on him, but he also had two big men waiting underneath him the entire game because we never really went to a small ball lineup and spread it out with shooters. How can I mean, that's the whole problem. You can't just drive in there a little if LeBron has nobody open, if it's not spread out. If we don't have four shooters out there with LeBron, then it makes it very easy for Nurtic and, and Whiteside to just sit in there and wait. And that's what they did, basically. That's how they got shots blocked at the end, because we were driving into a crowd of people every single time. You need spacing. The whole idea of LeBron is to surround him with shooters so that he has spacing so he can attack the rim. And we didn't do that the entire game. You know, the entire game, we played a lot of those minutes with Howard in there. Dwight was great on the boards, but still the dumb fouls and, uh, and, and, and just the lack of spacing that he creates. Because immediately when you get him downside, and then Anthony Davis basically had a very disappointing game. Even though he scored 28 points, it took him 24 shots to get it. And, and he still missed five free throws. He still made 14 points on free throws, but he, may, but he missed five free throws. Those four free throws in a row that we missed in the fourth quarter were killers. Um, it's amazing that as poorly as we played, to be honest, we were still in the game primarily because of some good defense by Davis and good defense by Caruso. Well, good defense uh, overall. When you hold Portland Trailblazers yeah. to 100, that's a, that's right. doing a good job defensively, but then again, well, when you get held to ninety three. Yeah, that's bad. But that's at the pace, bad. the pace of the game needs to go ahead and increase. Lakers need to just create more transition offense. Uh, if both teams are not shooting well, you need to go ahead and create a better transition game. And we didn't see that happen today. I think creating more opportunities like that going forward needs to be a key that the Lakers need to go ahead and capitalize on. Well, when you go down 16 at the first quarter, you burn up so much energy just getting back at halftime. And that was basically how the game went. The tug and the, the ebb and flow of the game was we fell behind by 16. We fought back, got a two-point lead, slid back ahead behind by another 10. Then we fought back on that and slid back ahead. Then we fought ahead by six. And at that point, you take Kuzma out of the game, which I don't even uh, – I didn't even really want to hang around afterwards because I was so angry at Vogel for making that move. I just could not believe that Kuzma had really ignited that whole comeback. He had made two great layups, the two free throws on the other one, and then he pulled him out right at that moment. Remember, he also hit a three-pointer as well. That was the dumbest move. I can't believe why he would ever do that. 
Uh, and to put Danny Green back in, who had done nothing really, I did not see Danny Green be able to even make the most that he did in this game was make Damian Lillard do a crossover on him. It's just one quick crossover, and he was by him every single time. And he didn't even have the speed to trail him and even contest and get into the situation. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just so tired of Frank Vogel refusing to play the best players, refusing to play the players who statistically come up. I know he keeps saying that there's more than just the numbers about how things affect things and how the game is, is, is played. But, you know, it's great for a regular season when you've got a long 82 games and you got a lot of decisions to make and you want to keep stability and you want the players to have their roles and know their roles. But we're now three games away from being eliminated. So Frank better get off his butt and make some decisions to give the best players a chance to play. Kuzma should be starting. McGee should be on the bench. McGee has not had a positive plus minus since the bubble started. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Once again, I'm speaking to Laker Tom. Be part of the conversation today. A very angry Laker Tom. Be part of the conversation. And it's going to be an angry conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I tell you what, it's just something that they have to go ahead and... And do you need to go ahead and make the change now? Don't do it at the last minute. Make the change now. Make it for the best. Danny Green is struggling. Put him on the bench one game. If you think that's going to motivate him, put him on the bench. Put in, like you said, Alice Caruso. Get Dion Waiters more burn than actually one minute because that's yeah, all they minute. play in here. One minute. I understand he's a liability on defense, and in that one minute, he can't he... shoot threes. Bring Quick Cook in because he's definitely not going to do any worse on defense than Danny Green did. Yeah. Or KCP. Danny Green and KCP did not really contribute anything at the defensive end or the offensive end. Uh, they were both struggling today, and that's something you've got to see be better. Today? How about the last eight games? The eight bubble games, they both have terrible net ratings and terrible plus minuses. Well, then again, I know Avery Bradley, people are just pining for Avery Bradley and, and saying that he's, you know, he well, would have made a difference. I think he would have made for us, and I, I bet he's that he didn't come uh, <laughs> this point in time watching uh, how his teammates held up the guard position i even heard a rajon rondo when we were on rtf sports network and uh, i want to say that rondo even in limited time is really not going to be able to give you a whole lot but he will make those times those 10 minutes when lebron is out of the game 
a little bit easier. I'll give you that as far as from a playmaking standpoint. Because I would take him in the starting lineup over uh, JaVale McGee. He, at least he can pass the ball and do something. I mean, McGee basically was – Nurchik took McGee to bed. I mean, it was just, just – every single time that there was a battle for the ball, Nurchik outbattled him for that ball. He had better position. McGee just was hopeless. He has been hopeless. When you start off with a, a lineup that has three guys – who have not contributed, and then you have Anthony Davis have his third mid-prices game where he basically settling for jumpers, settling for fadeaway twos. I would have rather he settled for fadeaway threes. At least three is greater than two, and there's a better chance that he's going to make it. But he couldn't hit even the fadeaway twos. And also, you know, the way we start off the game with fadeaway jump shots instead of attacking the rim is just reminiscent, or JaVel McGee having an offensive start um, or Danny green bricking from outside at the start of every game. That's all we see. Every time we've fallen behind every single game we've played since the bubble started. It's not working every, right now. Nine games. We've fallen behind at the start and it's not working at all. And that's a shame for the Lakers right now. They need to go ahead and refocus like you said, they need to get off to a better start in the first quarter and also the early part of the second half because playing from behind is going to bite you, and it did with today's game. So I look to see some changes made by the coaching staff. I think Deion Waiters is going to get more. Will? I Gerald, think, that's an interesting question. I think Deion Waiters is going to get more burned. Whether or not they're going to go ahead for a new starting lineup, I think Frank Vogel will be stubborn. If they lose two, if they go down 2-0, that, Frank better watch out for his job is what I'm thinking. <laughs> if the Lakers go out in the first round, Frank Vogel will not be the coach next year. Uh, you heard it here first from Laker Tom. Once again, it's Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. You got to go ahead and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. My friend, been a good episode as far as conversation to let things vent. And I thought I was upset after the game. You know what? I got the chance to talk to Rafael Barlow, our good friend from NBA Draft Junkies. Now, he's happy because he's a Blazers fan. And and people on the RTF Sports Network got a chance to see that. So if you get a chance, you get, go ahead and check us out right there. But I will tell you what, my friend. I know there's more work to be done, but you want to go ahead and point out one more thing. I know you talked about changing up the lineup and moving – JaVale and Danny Green out of the lineup, but if there's one more button you could push, what would that be? I think they need to go small. If these guys can't shoot, then bring Quinn Cook in. At least we know that he's a fairly reliable shooter. He's, he's played in the finals before. He's played in the playoffs before. You need guys who have confidence that they can shoot. If you were watching the game today, there were numerous times when Green got the ball and was open, and he hesitated. And, man, once a shooter like that starts hesitating, you know that it's not going to come back. And the same thing was true of KCP. Both of them both of them had lost their confidence, basically. Now, I know it's a great thing that the coach and, – and at times when I've coached teams, I've always done that same thing. I've, I've held on to trying to restore faith and confidence in the starters that you had by not pulling them out and leaving them in there. But there are times when it becomes obvious that a change needs to be made. Neither one of those two starting guards on, on the Lakers did a good enough job as far as I'm concerned 
And I think both of them need to come off of the bench, need to get a wake-up call. And I think that you, you've got Caruso and I maybe and maybe Cook to start so that you at least get some shooting in there. And I definitely think uh, I'd even go with Kuzma playing guard. Kuzma has held his own. Kuzma's defense on both C.J. McCullough and on Damian Lillard was better by far than either Green or KCP. I mean, just go back. I, I saw it over and over in the game. His contests were good. He wasn't getting head fakes. He was staying in front of his players. I wouldn't at all be afraid of having him play the two. We have to make changes. And, and, and that's, I think, my biggest concern is with whether or not Frank Vogel will make the changes or whether he's going to just stick to the guns. And frankly, I wouldn't even mind Rondo going into the starting lineup. But I think they have to get McGee out. They have to go small with Anthony Davis at center. Davis has no room to attack when there are two bigs underneath the basket. LeBron has no room to attack when there's two bigs underneath the basket. We need spacing. And the only way we're going to get that is to pull McGee out and start playing small ball. Morris was not bad. I would definitely keep him in the, in the rotation. They've got to find an answer for creating lanes to attack the basket and, and getting open shots, whether it's dish and drive, but they have to get some open shots and they have to start shooting. You know, they are, they're, they're hesitating on their threes. Kuzma's the only one who basically shot with any confidence from outside. He needs a bigger role. He needs to start. We need to not get in the hole every single game. That's nine games in a row now since the bubble started where we've had at least a double-digit deficit at some point in time in the first quarter. You heard it here first. Myself, I would go and do one more thing a lot more often, and that is pick and roll with LeBron and AD. When they did it today, it was effective. And I don't know why they got away from it, but they need to go ahead and go back to it. Time in, time out. Well, the other thing, though, is that they have to decide where they're going to run that. You don't run it right at the free throw line because that just makes it easy for them to cover and, and they were doing that all, the entire game. They were running that pick and roll on the wrong side. They need to get it way over to the left side or way over to the right side, and then they need to isolate three shooters out there. But most of the time when they were running those pick and rolls, it was either Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee in the dunker position, which then made that Dirk was in the drunker position, and that was clogs everything up. So even when, even when AD would roll, there would be somebody else there. You need to pull that guy out of the dunker position and put a three-point shooter out there who's a threat. We need to have some gravity out there so that it'll force the defenders to spread out and open up lanes to the path. It's also the way that you get a guy like a shot blocker, like Whiteside, out of the game. He's not going to guard, let's say, Markeith Morris out at the three-point line or Anthony Davis out at the three-point line. That's where you want to get him. You don't want to leave him inside. We played into their hands. We played into their hands by going with two bigs simply because Frank Vogel is so doggone stubborn that he wouldn't admit that the best lineup he's got is to go small. And the thing that makes LeBron successful in every other championship that he's had has been surrounding him with shooters. <sighs> calm down, Lakers Tom. Calm down. It's just one game, my friend. Just one it is game. Just one game. Yes. Lakers can come back on Thursday and tie it up. And it's not like they're going back, like you said, to the Rose Garden. They're just going ahead and staying yeah, in Orlando. Not going back to Staples either. And they, yeah. And you better realize that, Frank. There you go. Well, there you go, indeed. 
We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, I'm speaking to Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation there, which is now already kind of heated from what I've seen already in the comments at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation there. Also as well, if you can give our good friends as of today that just brought it out today, the Lakers debit card. So if you're interested, First Entertainment Credit Union, please give them some support and love today. And you can be part of a great sweepstakes for a limited edition Anthony Davis kit right there for you. Just go to firstent.org slash Lakers. That's again, firstent.org slash Lakers. It is the Lakers debit card at First Entertainment Credit Union. I know there's a great comment that was put on by Content Creators 805. Welcome back to the show. We truly appreciate it. You know what? Preaching to the choir here with Laker Tom saying that you need to start Caruso over Green and Coos for JaVale. Laker Tom already likes your way of thinking. I think Content Creators 805 and Laker Tom, you both are thinking alike because that's exactly, exactly what Laker Tom is asking for. Please take some deep breaths there, content creators 805. <laughs> You're venting as well. So I'm glad you feel better. But also, yeah. if you get a chance, stop by Lakerholics.com. I know there's going to be some great conversations there. Laker Tom also will have some articles. Jamie Sweet's going to have his five things coming up, and he's going to have a whale of a five things in his article. I know Magic Man's going to be doing some venting as well. So please, if you can be part of the conversation today, everyone out there listening and watching. Please do it today at Lakerholics.com. And once again, big shout-outs as well to all the Lakers Facebook groups that I sent this out to. I truly appreciate you watching. To the sports podcasts and basketball groups, I also sent this out to you. Hope you've enjoyed it as well. We've just got a great crowd watching today, both on the RTF Sports Network and right here at Lakers Fast Break. But before we head on out, my friend, I want to go ahead and hear some thoughts on you. Please. Well... My prediction was five games, and I'm standing by my prediction. All right. So he's washing his hands now. He's feeling better. Content Creators 805, I'm glad. Again, it's just one game. It's just one game. We'll go ahead and get him back on Thursday. I can feel it already. And, yes, I'll wash my hands, too, because good hygiene in, in the middle of a pandemic is always a good thing. It's going to be Thursday night. you got to go ahead and check it out, 6 p.m., right there for you. I think it's on ESPN, if I'm not mistaken. So we're looking forward to that. For many reasons. Is it a must game for the Lakers? I think so. To set the yep. tone for the entire series, it is a must game for the Lakers. I don't want to see them go down 2-0. I think that would be a bad sign indeed. And plus, I think Laker Tom might have a stroke right here on camera. <laughs> that would not be also a good thing. Content creators at 05 might have a stroke out there on YouTube land. That would be a triple bad thing. So you know what, Lakers? Let's get it together. Make the right decisions. Make the changes now. Do I think they'll make them? No, but they need to make them. So I'm hoping that they will at least see Dion Waiters get a little bit more burn off the bench. Like you said, Tom, get some shooting in there with Quinn Cook. 
make some type of changes because being down 193 at the end of the game is not the way we want to start the NBA playoffs. No, and I, and I think the key thing is that you said it just a couple of minutes ago. This is a must game on Thursday for the Lakers. Yeah. You can't go down 2-0. You go down 2-0 and you're digging yourself into an incredible hole because you've by that point in time, you've given Portland so much confidence that their shots are going to continue to fall and you're going to undermine the confidence that your own players have if they continue to shoot poorly. So, you know, our offense... Our offense was terrible. The motion, the motion of players, the picks and so forth and things were, you know, they were the kind of stuff that basically I see in AAU and, and CYO basketball with kids. Um, I see even more complicated plays being run by teams doing that. So our offense needs to, to really pick itself up. And, and the basic thing is that we have to play a lot more modern game. We've got to play small. We've got to understand that Anthony Davis's best position and that he and LeBron James need spacing. And you only get that by putting shooters out there. And that's not Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. All you do when you do that is play into the Portland two big game. There you go. Right. Heard it from the man right there. That's Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. Got to be part of that conversation today. I know there's a lot that's going to be talked about over the next couple of days. For us here at the Lakers Fast Break, again, if you give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts, go ahead. That's greatly appreciated. Or check us out on Spotify. Follow us, like us, share. Whatever you can do to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, it is truly appreciated. Again, I want to announce with my good friend, Rafael Barlow of the NBA Draft Junkies, you want to go ahead and check out the RTF Sports Network because on opposite days, we've already made an agreement that we're going to also going to be here for the NBA playoffs on days that the Lakers are not playing we announced that Raphael and I are going to be doing shows on the Lakers Fast Break, either at the RTF Sports Network on their site, or also as well, I will just go ahead and do it here at Lakers Fast Break on YouTube and Fast Break on Lakerholics.com or Lakers Fast Break on Facebook. So we'll keep you updated on that if you go ahead and check us out on our social media. You're going to see me and Raphael on many a time talking about the NBA playoffs and also as well, you're going to see me and Laker Tom as well coming up after Lakers games. So we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to providing everyone out there some great entertainment going forward. Hopefully each and every night right here in the NBA playoffs. Looking forward to it. But any last thoughts, my friend, on the way out? I think it's going to be really an interesting thing to see what happens with the next game. Just because it is a must game. After, primarily a must game, not just because we're down 0-1, but because of how we played and how Anthony Davis played and how basically we were settling in a lot of situations. I thought that the advantage really should be LeBron and AD against the bigs of Portland. But it turned out that the advantage because of how poor our guards play was Dame and CJ against our guards. You know, you lost 44 points in that matchup alone. So we need to do something to counter that and, and Vogel needs to make some adjustments. And if he doesn't make those adjustments, I, I do fear there is a chance we could go down 2-0. I hope that Frank Vogel is smart enough to understand that being coach of the Lakers is a lot different than being coach of the Indiana Pacers or the Orlando Magic. So he doesn't have the rope to be able to lose a first-round playoff round with LeBron James. If he doesn't make the changes that are necessary to turn this thing around, 
he's not going to have a job next year with the Lakers. <sighs> Calm down, Laker Tom. <sighs> Calm down. Is there any type of comfort food or comfort dinner that you like? <laughs> no, I just got a Coke. That really helps me out. Well, next time you need to buy a Coke, you can do it, my friend. And you can buy it on a First Entertainment Lakers debit card. So, my friend, you can go ahead and do that cool today. Card. There you go. All right. Once again, it's the Lakers debit card. You can find that out today at First Entertainment Credit Union site, firstent.org slash Lakers. And, again, you could be part of a great, great contest. You can sign up for it. I think even Laker tickets might be involved. Not playoff tickets, of course, but Laker tickets whenever it comes back around. Be part of that great contest they're doing today and go ahead and sign up for a Lakers debit card today. All right, my friend. Game one goes to the Trailblazers. Game two will be going to the Lakers. I can feel it, my friend. I can feel it indeed. Again, everybody out there, we truly appreciate you watching and listening. Once again, the Lakers did fall to the Portland Trailblazers 193 We'll be back Thursday night after the game right here at Lakerholics.com, Lakers Fast Break on Facebook, Lakers Fast Break on YouTube, and several different Facebook groups that are out there. We truly appreciate everybody watching, everybody listening, and got some love for you. We all need a hug right now as Lakers fans, but you know what? I'm giving you the virtual hug right now, and we'll be back strong once again on Thursday right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.